In full, <laughs> in full living color. Here we go. We're Turnpike Brothers trying something new for 2024. Yeah, we had uh, about an hour of technical difficulties. So, uh, you know, to be expected. Don't tell the, the audience that. <laughs> I mean, we just booted everything all right up and it works perfectly fine. You know, as they say, new year, new us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so we'll, how many of these we do? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I guess we'll have to see how the, the crowd reacts to it. Scared and terrified like, uh, you know, all the horror movies I watch. Yeah. <laughs> So you, got some cool... acting, so, you know, got that in there. <laughs> so you got some cool stuff in your background there. Yes, we got some some cool swag here. Everything representing the year of Turnpike Brothers. I got a little bit of everything. If you're a big big enough fan, maybe you can notice some things here. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to my Nicolas Cage pillow. Steph actually got me that. To Turnpike <laughs> Brothers, mega fan. Yeah. So. Got that. Of course, you got to get that represented there. So, yep. I think I think she'll be able to name the specific episode. Everything is from. She might be able to. Everything. Everything represents an episode in some some fashion. If you if you paid attention, maybe maybe not. So we <laughs> we, we decided to do uh, season one year in review. Turnpike Brothers to, and then we're gonna kick off season two this new year, right? But we decided to do this as a. Uh, and like I said, we, we, we try to do, we've only done video in person. So this is, this is new for us. Yeah. It's something different. So, you know, always breaking that, breaking that wall, see what we can do. So yeah, nobody, nobody else has done this. Definitely. So yeah, um, pretty innovative. So <laughs> I, I brought since we're, you know, huge star Wars fans, I busted out. I'm in the star Wars room. Nice. So I got, Signed by David Prowse, got, who's the guy in the Darth Vader suit, for anybody who doesn't know. Got some Carrie Fisher, got the two droids, and of course, Frank Oz for Yoda. Got my Rebels hat. Yeah, man. It's like we're doing got a Star Wars episode. Star Wars monster shirt. So, <laughs> I figured, you know, for the first, since everybody knows we're such big Star Wars fans, I figured for the first... Uh, video podcast here that's not like uh, us together i figure i'd pull it all out pull out star wars nice star wars mania pretty epic it is so we had a uh pretty fun year doing this it wasn't it's not it wasn't quite a full 12 months i think we started in what was our first episode maybe like march no february february like 18th or something like that so we're pretty much by the time this releases it might be a full year so so we, we we need a turnpike brothers historian to uh tell us what the exact date is yeah leave us a note in the comment you know section because <laughs> we can't look um, at the, the the stuff while our phones are recording apparently <laughs> <laughs> right so uh we had a good year we had the idea of just trying to do this, you know, figured some way for us to connect more since you abandoned me, moved down to South Jersey. And, um, uh, and I think we had, we had fun and I hope everyone enjoyed the ride with us while we, we did it. Yeah. All of our bumps and mishaps and stuff like that. We had a couple of interesting episodes where we had technical difficulties, like our monster mania episode, you know, <laughs> we had to get two phones like connected to each other, like some, uh, you know, interesting techniques, you know, you've probably never heard before in a podcast. So, uh, you know, we, we like to be groundbreaking, like I said, so, um, but yeah, it's, it's been quite the fun year. A lot of different podcasts we had and videos and YouTube things we're trying to break into like, this will be on YouTube. So, See how it works out. Yeah. I mean, one thing we're definitely trying to do is improve our technology <laughs> and quality going into the new year of our podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. Try to try to give you guys uh, better listening, even though might have not interesting things to say. At least we'll sound good saying them, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and, we'll, and we'll look good, too. Yeah. Well, always looking good. Looking very fashionable. Yeah. <laughs> my god shirt you know that's pretty awesome yeah 
a little bit of a segue that you brought that up, your Godzilla shirt. That happened to be, that might be my favorite movie of 2023. So everyone knows that we're huge movie people. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll go into a little bit, I think, about what movies we really enjoyed this year. But Godzilla Minus One might be my favorite movie that came out this year. Um, yeah. I watched some older movies from other years in this year. Obviously, we gave each other movies to watch and stuff, too. But um, out of all the movies I think that came out that I went to the theater for and everything, I think Godzilla Minus One might might have been my favorite. I have a tie for uh, two of them, actually, which is the same as yours. Godzilla and Oppenheimer, actually. I I thought both movies were awesome. Um, Loved them both. Oppenheimer was such a great epic movie. Uh, Godzilla was a really surprise movie. Like, I'm always a big Godzilla fan, um, but I wasn't expecting it to be as layered and as great of a movie. So I was pleasantly surprised with Godzilla. Um, So, yeah, no, I'm right there with you. And Oppenheimer. I couldn't pick which one I liked more, but uh, both movies are awesome. Even, like, some movies like Barbie was fun to watch, but I wouldn't say it was, like, the best movie. Um, There was a lot of good stuff that I did like. I do. I wonder if you have any of these. Um, I have a, I wouldn't say worst movie, but overall disappointing movie. What? Yeah. And for me, mine was, uh, for this year, is The Killer. I was extremely disappointed with that film. Big fan of like this that director. He did Fight Club 7, a bunch of awesome things. Unfortunately, I felt he really fell short with this. Um, it was a Netflix exclusive movie, so I don't know if he had kind of restraints or whatever the reason may be. It's based off a graphic novel. Um, If there is a graphic novel, which I guess there is, um, it'd be extremely boring because the movie was extremely boring. So a little disappointed with that one. Did you have any that you you were disappointed with or just hated? Well, it's funny that you brought up that question because I was actually going to ask you that if there was any disappointments you had. Um, I will say that... That just seems to be kind of like a thing with Fassbender as well, too. Like, uh, I like him, mm-hmm. but like a lot of movies that he's made recently um, haven't been great. I remember I was really excited for that one. I forget the title, but he's like, it takes place in like a snowy area and he has to solve like a murder. Oh, you know okay. what I'm about? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, and that, that, um, that came out to be really disappointing as well. It, it looked kind of cool from the trailers, but. Um, based off a book, I believe, and it's like a murder mystery. And so I like Fassbender, but I don't know. A lot of his movies, sometimes I check in and I, I do get ultimately disappointed. Um, don't know if that's necessarily him or just his movie choices, but I did hear that about the killer. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to see it yet. Um, my most disappointed one, um, I didn't go to any movies in the theater this year that I was really disappointed in. Um, Luckily. I know a movie that we were going to watch, which I think, which you just recently saw, which um, will lead into something else you're going to talk about later. Uh, But I know a movie I was pretty excited for coming out that I heard not so great things about was The Exorcist movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Was very excited for that. But unfortunately, I heard some disappointing things about that. I guess my biggest, biggest disappointment, and this is kind of, um, I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a disappointing movie, but based on what I saw this year in the theater of new movies, I guess I would say the Mission Impossible 6 movie. Um, it was still good, but it wasn't as good as they usually always are. Yeah. Uh, they filmed it. It's the first time they kind of split Mission Possible into like two parts. So if anybody's familiar, like the Avengers did that in a lot of movies the last few years have done where like they split the last one into two parts. Um, yeah, they've been doing that with shows too lately. They split them in parts, like split the season up. Not a big fan when they do that. But for movies so big and so epic, I guess it works. Yeah, I mean, it worked for the Avengers. Um but uh, I was a little disappointed in the Mission Impossible 6, as good as it could have been. Like, compared to the other ones, every Mission Impossible has been awesome. And this one still had great action scenes. And what Tom Cruise does in his age is, like, ridiculous. Um, yeah, it was pretty impressive. 
It is. Uh, and it, the, the train scene that's at the end of the movie, if anybody saw it, is like awesome. But it, it does what a Mission Impossible never has done before, which is doesn't really wrap up, wrap it up. It kind of ends on a cliffhanger. Mm. And uh, I didn't necessarily like that for like this series. Yeah. Um, so, again, I liked it, but that's probably the most disappointing one I've seen this year that I can remember off the top of my head. I know uh, Tom Cruise is teaming up with, I think, Universal now. So, um, I don't know if, not Universal, um, who, is, is, uh, DC with Universal? No, uh, Warner Brothers. Okay, he's teaming up with Warner Brothers, so, um, I'm curious what's going to happen with that franchise now, Mission Impossible, this might be the last one, and, um, also, he's supposed to be doing a new Top Gun movie, which also is not connected to that rights. I think he might have a certain deal he has, but he's going to be making a lot more movies with um, that studio now because he's really trying to get forward, which is awesome because all his movies are great. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he's going to do with them, uh, Warner Brothers. So should be pretty cool stuff with him. Yeah, I mean, I'm on board for another Top Gun, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard they're, they're working on it. They're, they're making it, so... Uh, we'll see. That'll be pretty awesome. But um, since you're talking about movies and stuff like that and actors, of course, we couldn't do a podcast without talking about Nicolas Cage now. <laughs> I know. Right. I know you've been part of this. So I was able to watch, I know it's a surprise, every single Nicolas Cage movie that came out this year. And you're <laughs> like, every single movie? What? He's got one or two? No, he had uh, five movies this year. For Nicolas Cage, it's a light year, though, so... You know, too much so um um i did a little ranking of his movies because i've seen all of them for uh the year so um he came out uh this year my my bottom out of the five would be the old way um it was his western, western. his first western he's done uh, it's pretty pretty solid movie i wouldn't say it's terrible but uh, out of all his other movies he came out with the year i put towards more towards the bottom it didn't really do anything too different than a western it was a western it held up to that part of the deal but nothing too different um then this movie called sympathy for the devil i put that at number four um that one's that one's pretty good too um he kind of there's a lot of twists in that one kind of like a, a thriller I just didn't care for the way it ended um, so much without spoiling it. Um, then uh, for number three, I put The Retirement Plan, which is the movie he did with Ron Perlman. Kind of a comedy action movie. It's a lot of fun. Um, also on Hulu, so you can probably check that one out. That one's fun. Um, it reminds me of Nobody. What was that? It reminds me of Nobody. Yeah. By, did, you, uh, did, you, did you end up seeing it? I saw Nobody. I didn't see Retirement Plan. Okay, yeah. Nobody's awesome. Nobody's way better than Retirement Plan, but uh, Retirement Plan's fun, you know. Um, what was it? Um, Ron Perlman's in it. He's all right in it, unfortunately. I do like Ron Perlman, but his character's a little strange, so don't know why they went with that way with him. Um, and then I had a tough decision between one and two. Um, I actually changed it before I came on the podcast, but I put Renfield at number two. I really did like his performance as uh, Dracula. I thought it was awesome. If he would have been in the movie a little bit more, I probably liked it more. Um, but then I put uh, number one is Dream Scenario, uh, which I just watched last night. Yeah, so, um, yeah, the A24 movie. And we're talking about another A24 movie later. I have another list. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was it was... It was weird. It was definitely a weird movie. Um, and they say it's supposed to be like a, I don't know, dark comedy horror. I don't see any horror in it, though. Uh, dark comedy, yeah, I, I definitely think so. Um, but it was pretty good. I don't want to talk about the movie because it's like a lot of interesting stuff happens. And I definitely recommend checking it out. Um, just expect to have a weird movie, you know, when you're going to see it. So, <laughs> Yeah, I was going to ask you if it was horror because I couldn't tell from the trailers or anything. Yeah, they were talking at it as if it was a horror movie, but I, I don't see it being a horror. I, I, it's just a strange movie. If there's a category for that, an A twenty four movie, although it has an ending, it doesn't drop off like a lot of A twenty four movies kind of like drop off there. I um, I am not quite as caught up as you in Nicolas Cage. I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a slow cager. 
<laughs> so I'm a little bit I'm a little bit behind, but I did watch two good cage movies this year. Um, yeah. one was thanks <laughs> yes, one was <laughs> thanks to you. I uh, recommended as Mandy, right? That was one of our first podcasts. Yeah, second one. Yep. Let's say okay. I thought I couldn't remember if it was second or third, but I knew it was no, really early on. No, you are third. You're right. It was the third one because the second one we did the um the North versus South Jersey. That's right. And at the end of that one, we gave each other picks, which. Mandy and Shane. Yep, I thought so. And then I just watched, thanks to you letting me borrow it, because for some reason it's not like on any streaming services except for I think like Stars, which who has that? Yeah. Um, was the unbearable, um, the, the weight the of unbearable talent or weight, <laughs> the unbearable weight of massive talent. There we go. It's a shame that they picked that name. I I think because it's such a weird name to say and uh, yeah. I had like there had there was like another like idea for the name of the movie and I forget what it was called but it was like way better than that and I was like ah they lost they lost out on that one I think <laughs> should have but been like rage like... should have been called like rage cage but rage cage yeah rage cage um it was good it was just as good as as I was hoping based on the trailers and everything like that you know it's obviously very very funny he plays an amped up. Uh, up to 11 version of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, a great, that's a great movie. If you're even slightly a fan of Nicolas Cage, I highly recommend it. It's, it's fun. Yeah, and Pedro Pascal, who's in literally like everything now. Guys, like, you can't yeah. watch anything without this guy's face. Um, he was really funny in it. He's really good. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Nick, Nicolas Cage, and he plays Nick Cage in the movie. Nick Cage. Um, he's just hilarious and he has like an alter ego that is just, it's absolutely insane. And, and just what you want from Nicolas Cage. So, um, yeah, ridiculous. It's awesome. Those were my two cagers this year. So some pretty good ones there. Yeah. Those are some solid cage flicks there. So I'm catching up. I'm catching up. Not really. I'm still very far behind, but yeah, you, you, need, you need to step it up, step it up in your cage mania. <laughs> so um I know horror movies are very big for us. And you did what everybody waiting for. Everybody waits for this, right? You did it right in the beginning of our podcast and everybody wants this. They want to hear this this list. Yeah. Do you have do you have the Dan's Horror 2023 list? <laughs> I did watch a decent amount of movies. I do have it on my phone, which we're recording on, so it'll be hard for me to tell you the whole list. But I did luckily um, narrow down my top three favorite and my top three like worst. So, um, so I did I did do that. So I guess I'll I'll do the worst first. Let's let's do that, right? And maybe you have some worst picks too. Um, so the top worst for me, I'll do. I guess I'll go down. So like I guess like. The worst one will be the last one I say. So, um, Knock at the Cabin, which was an M. M Night Shyamalan movie. Um, usually, I would say kind of a fan. I like to watch his stuff because it's always something different and unique. So, um, I do like him as a director, but unfortunately, most of his movies are pretty bad. Um, so, this one, it fell in that category. Um, not terrible movie, but not great. The... The, the horror movies I watched this year, um, most of them were, like, okay. Like, um, not really too many terrible ones, except the uh, two at the very bottom of my list. Um, these ones were really <laughs> bad. Um, so, but, yeah, that's the one with Batista in it. Um, these people are, like, they just show up to this cabin in the woods. And uh, there's this this, uh, this family there, and they, they come to the door, and they say that one of you have to kill there's like a, it's a it's two dads and a kid and these strangers just come to this cabin and they say one of you has to die in order to save all of humanity so they have to make a decision who's going to die but of course the dads don't want to kill their daughter and all this stuff so there's a lot of dilemmas and stuff going on but each i think it's like each hour something bad happens, like a big disaster. So they put the TV on and like a big tsunami comes and they're like, see, an hour has passed and you still haven't made a decision. So things keep on escalating. Like I said, Fran like Shyamalan, he always has very interesting movies, but fortunately sometimes they don't pay off and sometimes they do. So um, this is my opinion, didn't pay off. 
Um, but it's still an interesting watch. And you watch like every M Night Shyamalan movie, so or show and everything, so. Yeah, I think I've seen everything he's he's been doing, so I've been keeping up with it. Um, his daughter's coming out with a movie this year, actually, and he is too. So <laughs> they got a little competition going on. So I'll be watching both of those. I forget the names of them, but I'll be definitely watching those for sure. Um, then my number two would be uh, Inside. Um, this is the movie where I guess you could not call this a horror as well, but it's I think it's listed as a horror movie. It's the one where William Defoe plays a um, he's like a crook. He's robbing a house. He's trying to steal this painting, and he gets in the house, and the house is completely smart locked. So, like, he gets in, and all of a sudden, like, these shutters come down, all this stuff, and the whole house, like, locks up and kills the service, everything. He can't, like, call out. He can't get anything. And he gets stuck inside this house, this apartment complex or whatever. And he's trying all these things to get out of it, and the people aren't going to be home for, like, a long time. So, um, that's what the movie's about for the most part. So, it's just William Dafoe doing his thing. Um... I thought it was kind of boring and really lackluster, unfortunately. And then uh, my number one worst horror film of the year, and probably one of the worst horror movies I've seen in a long time, and I'm not even too sure if I'm even pronouncing the name right, is called Skin... Skinamarnik? Oh, um... Skinamarnik? Yeah. <laughs> Skinamarnik, we do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know the movie you're talking about. Yeah, so this movie is like... It's very hard to explain, um... It just has different camera angles of this house and like there's stuff happening, but there's like no dialogue in the movie. And it's just like still, still like, it's like if I set up a bunch of cameras in my house and just show them every so often and like have everything very fuzzy and you can't really see what's going on and weird sound effects. And then I clip to another camera angle and it goes on for like a, the longest time and it, nothing happens and it's so boring and awful. I wouldn't even consider it a movie. Um, that was awful. So, <laughs> so there you go. The worst Dan horror pick of 2023. Yeah. Well, do you, what, do you have any terrible horror movies you watch this year? I won't get talking this entire podcast. Everyone's sick of me rambling on about my list. Yeah. So. Um, you know, I don't watch as many horror movies or delve into as many horror movies as you do. I, uh, I kind of try to stick to the good ones. I mean, I, I actually watched a lot of classics this year that were re-released in the theater. I kind of talked about it before where um, we kind of discovered this thing called Fathom. And it's not always Fathom, but a lot of times it is that they like release video uh, movies into theaters, like old classics. So we first one we went to was like Enter the Dragon. Um, and of course, then they advertise other ones and then we just got into it, but ended up seeing uh, the original Exorcist in the theater, which of course didn't do originally since it came out in the seventies. Um, <laughs> House of a Thousand Corpses got to see in the theater, which I didn't see that originally when it came out in the theater. I don't even know how many theaters it was actually in. It was a pretty low budget movie. Um, so that was awesome. And then they were re-released Terrifier two, like a year anniversary, I guess it was or whatever. Um, and to kind of hype up Terrifier three, which is going to take place in Christmas, which uh, we're pretty excited for. It's going to be pretty awesome. Um, so I saw a lot of that, uh, didn't really watch any disappointing horror movies that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, like I said, I knew The Exorcist was coming out and we were really excited for it. The Exorcist Believer. Um, mm -hmm. and I know you just watched it. Maybe it's, maybe it's on your top three best. I have a feeling it's not, but <laughs> From what I understand, uh, and apparently it was it did so not well that um, the director David Gordon Green has like dropped out. I think he was going to do a trilogy. Like the next one was like Exorcist Deceiver. It's yeah. like canned. Uh, mm -hmm. If they if they do release it, it's going to be like somebody else, and it's going to be years now to like get it through and done. Um, so that was a shame. Um, I know the Winnie the Pooh movie is still out there for me to watch. <laughs> Maybe that's your number one. That might be your number one, I have a feeling. <laughs> Believe it or not, I did not watch that movie yet. Um, it's yeah. All um, I did see The Exorcist, and uh, I I thought it was all right, actually. Um, I don't understand the extreme hate for it. I mean, if people are really trying to compare it with the original Exorcist, they're just crazy. 
Um, it's like that, um, it's like that Doctor Sleep movie. It was like a sequel to The Shining. And it's like a lot of people were like bashing that movie. And I'm like, yeah, well, it's not going to be The Shining. They tried something different. And I thought that movie was all right, too. I would put this probably with Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep may be a little bit better because you got better acting in Doctor Sleep from Ewan McGregor and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, this movie was good. The acting in, in The uh, Exorcist Believer, the uh, the acting was pretty solid. And there was some kind of creepy stuff going on in it. Um, not completely scare fest or anything like that, but... The original Exorcist had its moments, like, you know, sometimes less is more kind of deal um, with The Exorcist. And uh, I feel like this this one kind of, this one did a good job. I, I wouldn't say count it out completely. I wouldn't say go rush and see it. But if you got nothing to see, especially for Halloween, maybe pop it in there. I think it's on, like, uh, Hulu as well or HBO or something. So it'll probably be on streaming services in October. Something cool to watch. It's uh, It has its moments, some freaky stuff in it, but... It'll yeah, I think the, <laughs> yeah, I think the big thing was, you know, in the trailer and they kind of advertised that it was going to have um, the original mother. I can't remember the actress's name right now, but it was going to have the original mother. And uh, from what I understand, she's like not in the movie very much. And, um, mm-hmm. That might have been kind of try- like a. Uh, like a trick to get people excited for the movie, which I, I hate when movies do that, but yeah. Yeah, they almost, um, I was watching some other YouTuber was talking about, it. he's like, they shouldn't even have her in the movie, to be honest, like, her part was so significant, insignificant, like, not really needed, and uh, if you're going to put her in there, put in there a lot, or do something more with her, um, what they did with her was okay, I guess, but as if, he, like he said, he says she's, if you took that character out of there, the movie would have had the same type of ending, but it did some pretty cool stuff, um, it delved into other religions as well instead of just like the catholic religion and stuff like that so there was like other elements they added to which i thought was pretty cool because then like they all teamed up to try to like exercise or whatever you want to say um so i thought that was pretty cool like i said i don't want to spoil any of it but um they did some interesting things that i I thought was pretty cool uh spin because the other exorcist movies other than the first one they've been pretty bad the third one was okay um but yeah, it's not like there's like any of them were that great to begin with, other than the first one, of course, you know. I mean, the third one wasn't even actually supposed to be an Exorcist movie. I was reading right, it was yeah. um it was its own movie, and the studio was just like, "This will sell better if you throw the Exorcist name on it." Like mm-hmm. people will go see, it. and so it just became Exorcist Three. But you've seen it, you, you know, it has absolutely nothing to do with like the Exorcist. So yeah. Yeah, happens a lot. So it does. Um, all right, let's get to your top three favorite, and then maybe you can post your whole list. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. On the Turnpike Brothers Facebook, our Facebook page, and you can show or, everyone your whole. Or maybe I can put it here, or here, or here. <laughs> Depending we on how it. I edit this podcast, we'll we'll, uh, we'll see. Okay, there <laughs> we, there we go. You know, we'll see if it's here, here, here. Or, anywhere um so yeah <laughs> but my top three okay so my uh my third favorite um which is a series that i uh i love um salt x so uh, i think it's pretty impressive that a 10th movie in the franchise can be pretty solid um probably better than a lot of like let's say saw you know eight or seven or maybe even six like better than those ones and then better than like the spinoffs one they did like spiral and jigsaw and all that stuff this this was this was good and it takes place in between i think the first movie and second movie too so it's pretty cool that even though it is the 10th in the series it goes back and if you haven't seen a saw movie you could still watch this i'd recommend watching the first one for sure but you could probably watch this one without watching any of the other ones. Like, if you did see the whole series, they do nod to a lot of stuff. And certain characters, you might be like, who is that? But in all reality, um, the, the meat of the movie, you can pretty much watch and enjoy. Um, Saw is definitely one of those shock movies. So I can go into it with that, knowing that for sure. Um, but, yeah, Saw, pretty awesome. Now, Have you watched any of Saw movies before? I've seen the first and the second one, both in theater. 
Okay. Yeah, the first one, you know, was huge. It was like a phenomenon. It really took mm-hmm. off. Everyone was like, you know, I think we were we were like maybe like teenagers when that came out, or yeah, I think so. Yeah, been a long time. Two thousand, yeah. So you know, everyone was talking about the Saw movie. It's like so we went and saw that, and you know, saw the first one's great. So um, we saw the second one when it came out, and it was. That's pretty cool. That's the one where they're all stuck in the house and they have the to house. Out. Yeah, I've, I've talked. I talked about this on the podcast before. I love movies with like survival and like how to get out of situations. So that's why I like. I mean, that's why I'm such a big fan of this series. Right. So. Uh, but that was it. But um, in terms of saws, I never saw Spiral or, or anything past two. Um, but I did want to ask you. You say it's in between the first and second one. Uh, I don't know if this is like a spoiler or not, but is the same actress show up? The one that like ends up helping him? Oh, he's a, his apprentice. He has like a four hundred yeah. apprentices. Um, yeah. Yes, she's, she's in it. And it's not a... Um, I think she's in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler. Yeah. Okay. yeah she's she's cool. in it. Um, yeah, he, there's a lot of uh, lot of nods to the uh, the other ones. The, the, the original two and then the 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 future ones because yeah she doesn't really show up till the i guess till the second one like midway through so if you watch the first one then watch this one you would be like who's that character um but if you didn't watch any of them i guess it wouldn't really matter (laughs) was it uh, wasn't he out of it for a while too tobin bell yes um but he would always come in like flashbacks and stuff like that so i think he wasn't in he wasn't in spiral but for the most part i think he's been in all of them okay yeah in some capacity so um but yeah my 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 number two film which i watched this one um two nights ago <laughs> I was very busy watching movies for this um uh it's talk to me i finally got to watch this movie i've been wanting to watch it um i wasn't too sure if this came out last year or this year it might have been like at the very end of last year but i'm just going to count it in the list because i just watched it um this is an a24 movie yep um so um you got um a group of teenagers and they um they have this um it's a hand just like this like just like from from the the hand part to the shoulder and it just kind of like a, a disembodied hand and um they have this these kids have this party and they have this this other group because bring this hand out and they're like all right lock lock hands with it and say uh talk to me so the, the kid does this says talk to me and all of a sudden they see like an undead like person like standing in front of them like oh my god like no one else can see it except the person's holding the hand and then they tell him tell the person that's holding the hand they said now say let me in uh uh, no i'll i will let you in so then the person says i'll let you in and then the that demon possesses the person that's holding the hand and they start like they're like that person for a brief time um to like there's a way to turn it off um obviously without spoiling i'm not going to go into it that much but that's pretty much the gist of the movie, and obviously stuff spirals out of control. Um, pretty interesting concept. Um, I did like it. a lot of freaky stuff in this movie. Um, I did put it number two. Uh, so I did see a lot of horror movies and stuff like that um, this year, but I thought it was pretty solid. I did like it, and for an A twenty four movie, it was it was pretty good. So, um, did, so. did it have the obligatory A twenty four naked old people? Mm, no, there was some weird stuff that happened in it. Um, there was a kind of an old dead person. She might have been naked. I, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I can see. I can see why you liked that one. I, I I remember when the trailers came out for that. It looked really cool. Um, and I, I think just from what you're describing, I think I could understand why you like it because it sounds kind of evil deadish, mm-hmm. like the first yeah. Evil Dead. Which is like, of course, one of your favorite series of all time. So, yeah, yeah, this one very, very much like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I would say that's that's a good comparison, definitely, um, to this movie. So, and no my, my my number one, which you segue into, Evil Dead Rise. That movie yeah. was awesome. We saw it. We talked about it in length. Um, 
I'm not going to go into it anymore. You can listen to our podcast where we talk about it. And um, but yeah, awesome, awesome movie. Great stuff. It holds up. Um, you know, I had time to think about it. I'm probably going to rewatch it again because um, I think it's on HBO. Um, or just get it because I loved it so much. And uh, yeah, they did a solid job with this. This is another one I kind of went into with, I would say, extremely low expectations, but no expectations. Similar to Godzilla. You know, I knew I was going to like it, but not how much I would like it. And uh, yeah, if you want to see an awesome horror movie, uh, Evil Dead Rise, go do it. See it. Yep, absolutely. We talked all about it, as Dan mentioned. Um, and uh, the actress, I didn't get to go. You did. But in August, um, I didn't get to go to the Monster Mania one, um, but you met a very special person at the August Monster Mania uh, that kind of took up a lot of your time. Mm-hmm. But I know the actress who plays the mother in Evil Dead Rise was there. Um, it would have been cool to meet her because we both enjoyed that movie so much. So, um, Yeah, we. Uh, what's her name? Um, her last name is Sutherland, believe it or not. Uh, that's right. No relation to the other person that Aly- Alyssa, Alyssa, yes, Sutherland? Sutherland, yes, that's right. Yeah, I got my Monster Mania book here. Yep, well, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see that, but it'll it's okay. Give you, um, I got to see Kiefer, which was awesome. Um, but yeah, yeah, Monster Mania, definitely. Yep. Yeah, she, and you uh, met- I heard she was really cool. Like, I saw a lot of people yep. on Facebook talk about meeting her. And stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure she's going to be a future one. So, yeah, she'll be a big horror icon now after her performance in Evil Dead Rise. Uh, like I so said, we talk all about it, but it, she was good. She was really good. Yeah, she was really creepy. She did a great job. Um, everyone did. Like we, we talked about, like the child actors, everyone was was pretty solid in that film. So, yeah, that was a uh, that was a pretty awesome Monster Mania that I got I missed. Unfortunately, you had Corey Taylor from Slipknot there and. The Kiefer and Al- yep, the Shining Twins, Kiefer and Alyssa Sutherland, no relation. <laughs> uh, you had uh, uh, Bill from um, Bill and Ted's uh, Excellent Adventure. Uh, Ron Perlman, which my nephews got to meet. That's and right, Ron Perlman, yeah. 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 A lot, so, of, a lot of cool people at that one. But good one. But we, we, uh, we are going again in March coming up, so that's one plan for the Turnpike Brothers in 2024, going to the March Monster Mania. I know we're pretty excited so far. They've announced Sam Raimi. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, excited for that. Speaking of Evil Dead, that's awesome. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you, you've you've met Bruce Campbell a couple times, but you never got to meet Sam Raimi, right? Yeah. No, this is his first Monster Mania, too, so that's pretty exciting. Um, Director of also all the, the original three Spider-Mans, if you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're also going to have uh, <clears throat> Peggy Bundy's going to be there. So, uh, yeah. Me and Turnpike sister uh, Melissa are pretty excited about that one. We might go meet her. That's awesome. Yeah. I might tag along. I'm a big fan of her from obviously Married with Children and Sons of Anarchy. So um, she's awesome in Sons of Anarchy. So, well, we really know why you're a big fan of her. Your, 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 her favorite work is the Gene Simmons solo album that she shows up on. <laughs> yeah. I have her sign my uh, Gene Simmons solo album because she did awesome backup vocals for Gene. So. She did, yeah. She she started out as trying to be a singer, and I've heard her sing, and she's not bad. She's pretty good still. But yeah. I guess she started out as a singer, and um, I, I guess it didn't really go anywhere. But uh, it worked out for her, I would say. So, well, I was wondering because she's since she's going to do Monster Mania, her husband um, is like a director of uh, Sons of Anarchy and, and the creator of Sons of Anarchy. So I'm curious if he's going to be there. We'll have another director maybe there. Cause I mean, like unless they travel separately, I mean, why wouldn't he be there? And they always have Sons of Anarchy cast members there. So I'm curious if he might show up too, which would be pretty cool. Uh, Cause he plays a character in the show too, as well. Oh, does he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He gives That's himself a cool. character. His, his character is pretty messed up on the show or messed up things happen to his character. He's kind of like, always in trouble and bad things always happen to his character. So it's pretty funny. He gave that to himself. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. He could have made himself like the big badass hero, but uh, yeah, he didn't do yeah. That. he's like the guy that, that it's like, Oh man, this guy just has it bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're still announcing people. So hopefully we get some more exciting people. I know a couple of our friends are excited for, uh, 
Casper Van Dien from Starship Troopers is going to be there. <laughs> yeah. And Michael Ironside, who's also from Starship Troopers, but I know him better from the original Top Gun. And he was the voice of um, Sam Fisher in the Splinter Cell video games. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know he did yeah. the voice. Awesome. Yeah. Yep, the original ones. I think they eventually replaced them, maybe like okay. the last one. Yeah, but um, and then uh, Joe Dante, who is the director of Gremlins. Yeah, we talked about him on the podcast. Yep, we did. We did. Uh, he also directed The Burbs with Tom Hanks, which is a good comedy movie. So he's going to be there. So some cool people. We're waiting for announcements, but we'll definitely do a podcast on that. Yeah. So now. I want to ask you, I think it's a good way to kind of maybe wrap up our first video podcast here. What was your favorite and what was your least favorite? To, in my least favorite, maybe it was the editing, maybe it was the process that we had to do to to record it or whatever, but what was your least favorite Turnpike Brothers episode or thing that we've done? Um, I've talked to you about this too. Um, the believe it or not, we're talking about Monster Mania or Monster Mania episode. Uh, just because of technical difficulties. Um, obviously we had a great time doing Monster Mania, but um, we had so many issues with the uh, podcast system we were using, and uh, we end up having to like gorilla style our uh, recording and uh it came out pretty terrible and um i think since we were so frustrated with it we aren't really on point in it either so um it was one of our earlier podcasts too so you know you cut some slack i guess <laughs> but <laughs> it's our it's our least listened to episode as well um and believe it or not our our most listened to episode is our first episode but what follows right behind it is our um, May the 4th episode we did with Steph is our second listen to um, where we do the uh, a, um, the episode one debate for the uh, May the 4th. And uh, yes, yeah, so we got a lot of listens on that one. So cool stuff. Maybe we'll have to have Steph on again, get our, our ratings up. <laughs> yeah, she, she won the, uh, the Turnpike Brothers contest. We, get, we put a contest out there for uh, all our fans to enter and you can come on and do a podcast with us. And um, she was the only entry. So <laughs> <laughs> she's the only person that listens. So um, <laughs> she did have a, uh, a guest question. Do you, do you want to do the guest, the fan question? I do. All right, let's do it. So she put this on one of our uh, comment sections in our podcast. So you guys can always do that too on our Facebook or YouTube or whatever. Well, we'll look at it because we got nothing else better to do. Um, <laughs> this is her question. If you could have any movie remade or get a sequel, what would it be and why? I can go first if you want to think about it. I have, uh, yeah, so let me think let me think about it. This is this is this is tough. Okay, so remake. I would remake the last I'm gonna do both. So remake, I'm gonna do Last Jedi because I would remake that entire movie, change everything, or just completely just make sure it doesn't ever happen again. Um, so Last Jedi would be the movie I'd remake. And then for a sequel, um, I would do Kill Bill Volume 3. I know Tarantino's talking about doing it for the longest time, but I don't think now it's going to happen because um, he's very adamant of doing, I think, 10 movies and he's done. He's been talking about, like, stop, like, not directing. He likes to have a full good body of work, he said, and he wants to stop at 10 movies. And I think he's got one more, and that's it. He's done. So um, I don't think Kill Bill's going to be his swan song. So um, a little, it's a, I think it's a shame because it would have been cool to see what he could have done with the character. Um, I do really love the Kill Bill movie. So um, it's tough because I feel like a lot of movies – shouldn't have sequels so it's hard for me to really gauge that and same thing with remakes i really don't feel like i was i really thought i honestly really thought hard about this and um i'm like trying to think of some of my favorite movies i was like i wouldn't want people to touch them i you know i just love the way they are and then re uh sequels may be a little bit easier to figure out but yeah 
I feel the same about remakes. I actually generally hate remakes. Um, I think you can do some obscure kind of remakes that work. Um, like the True Grit remake. Uh, I love the original with John Wayne and everything, but the Coen brothers did the remake um, with Jeff Bridges. And um, Jeff Bridges is such a great actor. So it, 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 it's an old enough movie, you know, when you have a good, whatever it was, 40, 50, 40, 50 years in between those movies being made, it kind of works. Yeah. Um, you know, there's the Hollywood these days, and I'm going to go on my soapbox here. So we opened up a can of worms. Thanks, Steph. Um, <laughs> Hollywood these days like has like, they lose like the soul and meaning of a lot of things. Um, for example, um, they, they keep trying, they keep remaking every Swayze movie, which yeah. I like a lot of Swayze movies. Like they remade Red Dawn. They remade, um, Roadhouse they're doing, they're working on that. Right. Point Break they remade, um, and they're remaking Roadhouse. Um, they all lose their, you know, they're all 80s. I think they're all 80s movies. Well, no, Point Break was 90s. So they're all 80s, 90s movies. But they lose something. Like, they they don't, Hollywood doesn't understand keeping the soul of these things alive. So, for example, what makes Roadhouse so great? What makes Roadhouse so great is that he's like, he's a doctorate in like philosophy or something like that. He has a doctorate, but he's the best bouncer in the country. Well, how the hell do you become a best bouncer in a country? How does anybody even know bouncers? And he has a doctorate, but he, this is what he decides to do, right? And he has like a name and he goes around from bar to bar until he cleans them up. And then he moves to the next one. He's like a nomad. I mean, it's absolutely cool, cooler, right? Is that what they call it? The cooler? Yeah, the cooler. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the cooler. It's, it's just totally ridiculous. And like he gets like beat up. And he goes to the hospital. And uh, he hands the, the, the woman doctor his, like, medical file that's, like, all there. He's like, here's my medical file. Like, it's just absolutely ridiculous, right? So this new one, what do they do? They take out all that, like, wink, wink, you know, audiences in on the joke kind of thing. This is ridiculous. He's a UFC fighter, right? It's Jake Gyllenhaal, which I generally like Jake Gyllenhaal. But um, he's a UFC fighter. He's, like, a retired UFC fighter. They've actually filmed scenes, like, of Jake Hall doing the UFC fighting and he gets retired and he goes and becomes a bouncer. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's realistic. A, UFC, a retired UFC guy would become a go, go become a, uh, a bouncer. It just loses its, it's, it just loses its luster. It loses its soul. Um, another one would be like RoboCop. No. You know, the original RoboCop is one of the, the greatest satire movies of all time. Um, if you haven't watched it, I just watched it again recently for the first time in a long time. And just the satire and, and and the making fun of like greed America and all this stuff. Um, and they remade the new one and they make it like they try to make it like a serious movie. Like this guy's like, you know, uh, a real, you know, he's a cop and he gets hurt. And, and they try to make it like real and it just loses like all the heart that the original had and all the soul the original had. And they just, it just seems like Hollywood will, they'll remake these things purely for the sake of of more money um yeah so i'm not a huge remake fan but if i'm gonna do a remake i think going with an older movie um is a good idea i think if you get the right actors you could remake like one i would pick would be it's called the third man which is orson welles movie um and orson welles shows up in it not for very long, but he's the director and everything, but he shows up in it as well. Just, it's a great movie and a great story. Um, if you've got really good actors, I think that could be a really good movie. Um, if nobody's ever watched The Third Man, it's black and white. Um, from the 40s. Um, really, 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 really great movie. Uh, so I'd remake something like that. Um, in terms of a sequel... Um, I'd like to maybe get like a proper, so I'm going to kind of erase sequels that already happened <laughs> and I would love to get a proper sequel to like the crow. Mm. 
not a okay. remake, which you're talking about. I don't want a remake. I know they're talking about a remake of The Crow. Don't so remake it. You're talking about like a like Halloween, like Halloween just did. Right, exactly. You like retcon and erase because after the first Crow, they just get this. The second one's like City of Angels, and then I don't even remember. They, I think they've been like three or four, and they're just yeah, awful, one. horrible. Um, but if you got somebody cool in that Crow role, um, I think you could make a cool, a cool sequel. I really do. Yeah. That'd That's probably cool. be mine. Yeah. You're not going to remake Shane or have a sequel to Shane? Shane again. <laughs> Shane again. Shane uh, 2, Electric Boogaloo. Um, <laughs> no, man. I mean, he retired as the gunfighter. He's done. He's like, you know, he's like... Yeah, but you they could bring him back. That could be a good, good, a good remake, actually. It's a great story. Um, there's a lot of good older movies, and especially westerns, that you can make like a cool remake. I think that would be a cool one if you got some good actors in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Somebody is pretty, pretty cool. They seem to remake a lot of these westerns, and I guess what you say makes sense. Um, like they did 310 to Yuma, the, yeah. the, the Dirty Dozen, and a bunch of other ones. Um, you mean, so, um, sorry, I have to, you, you kind of pained me there. You, you, you meant Magnificent Seven. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so that's one of my favorite Westerns of all time. It actually is probably is my favorite Western. Um, and the remake was actually pretty good. That's a remake that they did well. But And you're right. Like, the Western remakes, I guess, because there's so many years in between. Um, and most people, I guess, these days haven't seen the originals, maybe. Um, yeah. They they work. Um, but, yeah, the remake of Magnificent 7 was pretty good, but not as good as the original still. No, <laughs> absolutely not. But it was still pretty solid. I, I'm big it was. Washington fan, and yeah. he's awesome at it. He's awesome at everything. So that was that. a good pick. That was a good <clears> pick <throat> picking Denzel. So if you pick the right people, yeah, the remakes can sometimes work. But um, I, I skipped over you. What what was your least favorite or issue with the podcasts we've had? <clears throat> well, you know, I I did like everyone we did, and that's not me blowing smoke up up everybody's ass. Um, <laughs> I really believe that. I liked everyone we did. They were always fun. Um, I loved when we had special guests on. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, Good time. Yeah, I think the Monster Mania one probably just didn't turn out the way we wanted it to. Um, we're going to have to remake that. We are. Yeah, we're going to have to remake and a sequel. <laughs> remake and a sequel. So there we go. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to do that. Um, so that, that's probably like least favorite again i like yeah. doing them all even even that one i enjoyed because i got to relive going to monster mania which is one of our favorite things to do together but yeah um yeah it's just it we did like daisy chain the phones like you said it just was <laughs> the 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 turnpike gods were not with us that day no what was what but, was one of your favorite moments in our podcast favorite moments um yeah. I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. Um, I, I think so I have one. Go ahead. One of my favorites. Like I said, there's so many different ones, but I narrowed this down because I thought it was pretty hilarious. Um, when we did uh, the 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 Suburban Commando Emma episode, which is pretty hilarious. And like I said, you're never going to hear a podcast anywhere that combines those <laughs> two movies. I guarantee it. And uh, when uh, Kevin goes through his whole review of Emma, and Elena freaks out because <laughs> he he doesn't review it that well. And she's like, "Is that it? Are you done? Are you done?" <laughs> and it just goes yeah. on from there. It was, it was pretty funny. Um, I was trying not to laugh the entire time because we weren't doing that one in person. But Elena and I were recording on my phone at our house, and then you guys were recording. You and Melissa at your house. So we were, to, Elaine and I were together, and like she's like starts going off, and I just kind of like walked out of the room because I'm like laughing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so a little, little behind the scenes there too. So, yep, every, everybody got to see the aggressiveness that Turnpike Sister Elena throws at me constantly. Mm, the SmackDown. She watched all those wrestling things you made her watch, and she just, she just channeled that to you, you know. <laughs> like Which. The, like the claw, right? Yeah, the, the iron claw. Yeah. I was doing that in the YouTube video, and you didn't know I did what I was talking about. Really? What was that? I was doing the Hulk. I said Hulk Hogan, but it's the. <laughs> you were like, I don't know what that is. 
<laughs> I don't remember that, but yeah, you have, you have uh, to rewatch our video, I guess. <laughs> um, we'll get one more view then. But no, 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 no surprise that the probably anybody listening would know that the wrestling episode was my favorite episode. Yeah, um, showing showing you guys that stuff. It was like you know, it's always fun showing somebody what you like that they don't know anything about. Um, and uh, that was hilarious. Um, and hearing you guys actually like like stuff and appreciate it, it it it, it warmed warmed this wrestling fan's heart. So, <laughs> yeah, that one was a lot of fun too because um, you know, we made a whole day of it. We came we came back. Um, we went out to eat. We went to uh that brewery um uh Death of the Fox, uh, which is a great place. And um, afterwards, we did a whole. You know, we recorded it. We were in the other room, recorded it. We're like, all right, so now we're about to watch this next part. And then we literally went in the other room, watched it, came back, and did an immediate reaction. So we watched all those things back to back and did our immediate reaction. So it was really cool to do it in that kind of uh, format. And um, Kevin picked all the all the clips out and everything. And hey, maybe we'll do another wrestling one in the future. Um, I'd really like to do one with um, like promos and stuff. Uh, you could pick out some really cool promos or like funny, like make good ones, funny ones, like awesome ones. Uh, it'd be cool to uh, watch that. Maybe we can get our reactions on those too. So um, maybe the Turnpike Sisters will make a return. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know that was really requested, that wrestling one. That was very requested at your, yeah. uh, <laughs> you personally, but I, I understand. And maybe if, maybe if we did the Emma one, like we did the wrestling one, I would have done. A, I would have been able to do a better job. Like if like if we we talked about it and then we went and watched it and I had instant reaction. I, I probably would have yeah. done a better job. Yeah, yeah, because we were in the moment still. So you could have watched like Anna Tara Joy Johnson Jinglehammer do her Sniff, thing. Yeah. We could have talked about little snippets <laughs> of it. You know, you've been like, oh, you know, Mister Darcy was awesome in this scene. <laughs> That's the wrong movie, I think. <laughs> oh, oh uh, Turpike Mister Late is about to like bash through uh, into the room and beat you up on camera. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, uh, remember, remember we played that game where you're like, we played that uh, Jane Austen game. The shoots and ladders, Jane Austen yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's classic. We should do a, a YouTube video of us playing that, and we can explain it and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we should. Everybody, everybody's clamoring for that. Yeah, I mean, this is the most Jane Austen content you're going to get on yeah, podcast. Yeah, I, I got a Jane Austen. Uh, yeah, right there. Got a little Jane Austen representing there. So <laughs> if you can see that in the video, yeah, we got a, a little bit of everything represented here in some some fashion. So yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's been a fun year. I mean, we only. We only touched the surface of all the things we talked about. The uh, in-person visits we did, like um, going to um, the spots of the original Friday Thirteenth. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then when we went to uh, we went to uh, Boston, uh, not Boston, um, to uh, Cape Cod. Cape Cod. That's it. Yeah. 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 And we uh, brothers, brothers on vacation. Yeah, we go on vacation. We watch Jaws. This very, this very DVD <laughs> off the COVID DVD player. Get, <laughs> yeah, that's right. We didn't get yep. COVID from it, but yeah, we watched it. Well, speak for yourself. I don't know. I did. Maybe, but. <laughs> but we we might have some other destination ones coming up. Yeah, we might. We might. We might have some. We might have some other destination ones in the future. I don't know. Might, <laughs> might be going somewhere. I, I, I don't know. You know, we'll have, we'll have to see. We got we got something in the works. Maybe maybe it might be our our season opener episode. Who knows? It could be. It could be. Wink, wink. Spoiler. <laughs> um, we have a big one really planned in terms of special guests. I'll keep it secret. Um, yeah. Unless you want, unless you want to kind of give a hint, but. We have a real big one planned for this year that uh, it's going to take a while to put together, but we'll, I think we'll yeah. be pretty happy with it. When we get it we'll, we'll, be, we'll be playing it soon, so we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. But, but yeah, uh, I've always liked the ones with the guests. You know, we always had uh, 
a lot of good guests on and uh like you said we're gonna do we're gonna do a lot more guests this year too so we're excited for that maybe we'll do some more video ones we'll see how well um the editing and all that stuff works because that can always be a nightmare and um yeah <laughs> <laughs> but stick with us for through season two we're we made a i guess resolution i guess we made a new year's resolution i would say that we're going to we're going to you know improve the podcast however whatever means is possible you know we're going to hopefully work on the quality of technology ourselves <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we're we'll yeah what we do you know make update our equipment and stuff like that you know yeah and by this time next year when we do a season 2 review we're going to look back and be like we can't believe how like gorilla podcasting we did for these things yeah they're gonna we're gonna be like wow we didn't have microphones or anything like <laughs> no cameras you know so so you won't get this reference as much but uh i showed my brother i think our first east uh our first youtube video the hot sauce one and um he was like, "Wow, it's 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 it, it's like it's like ECW, it's like ECW quality." So ECW was the Philadelphia like wrestling, where they wrestled in like halls, like really like like they they always wrestled in uh, it's somewhere in Philadelphia, but it's not like one of the arenas. It's like a hall in Philadelphia. I forget what it's called. Um, but like the cameras were like, like you can tell like guys like holding like cheesy camera like i they 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 improved a little bit towards the end and then eventually wwf bought them out but um hey maybe wwe will buy us out yeah maybe (laughs) when he so when he said that i wasn't sure uh if that was a compliment or not (laughs) there's a sort of charm to it but well there's a charm to ecw if you watch it back now there's like there's like a charm to the the uh low the low budget of it the low budgetness of it you know so that's what we're shooting for charm so you know we don't want to upgrade our stuff too much (laughs) yeah i mean there's there's a bunch of podcasts out there that look like professional yeah who wants to do that that's boring We're we're the first people to do a podcast about emma and commando we're the first people to record a podcast with two phones side by side, so we're groundbreakers <laughs> here, you know, on the Turnpike Brothers. I don't know about the second one. We might have to research that. <laughs> but well, yeah, that, that's the first year. We had a lot of fun. And we got season two coming up, and we got some ideas. Yeah, and uh, we hope everyone sticks around and tell your friends so we get more listeners. <laughs> yeah, tell, tell them about all of our things they got to do. The, the, the YouTubes and the, you know, the Googles and all that. Yeah, the Instagram. <laughs> Just think, when you meet that one person at your job or whatever, and they're like, man, you know what content I really want? I really want to hear where somebody talks about Emma and Suburban Commando. Like, there's nothing out there. I just can't find anything. Yeah. You, you know where to put them. Do you, do you know, remember that movie Shane? I really want to hear someone's two random guys' insights <laughs> about that movie Shane. You know, we're going to find a bunch of ramblings about White Castle, Steven Seagal, and Nicolas Cage in one <laughs> podcast. Where where can I find that? Oh my yeah. god, <laughs> that's us. That's us, man. I you know I I love conventions. I really want to hear like. Uh, a, a bad, a bad quality con- convention talk. Yeah. yeah, anyone can listen to like good quality, like all the voices matching up. We try to like sometimes I'll be lower, sometimes Kevin will be higher. <laughs> we, we like that, you know. Yeah, it keeps <laughs> listeners on their toes, you know. Yeah. So this guy turn it up, turn up the volume real quick, and all of a sudden Kevin comes in ah, like real loud, and it's like yep. it's jarring <laughs> and awesome. It is. It, it wakes you up because. You know, some of those podcasts, the, the people talk like, hey, yeah. you know, welcome to our podcast. And, and we're, we're glad. And then you start falling asleep. So I'm there and be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we got, uh, we got a lot planned for this next season. 
So I'm excited for it. We'll uh, end our first video one here. We'll see how this goes. Hopefully, hopefully this becomes kind of like a, a standard thing for us. Yeah, maybe we'll do it every other podcast, or maybe we might like it enough. We'll do it all the time. Who knows? Yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. We'll see how we'll see how our one fan reacts to it. Yeah, yeah, she might like it. So <laughs> <laughs> she might like teeny teeny ugly mug. Um, yeah. I mean, my my mom always said I had a face for radio. So <laughs> I, I've used that joke before, but wow. we'll end it here, and you know. Check us out on um, YouTube, Spotify. Where Spotify is usually where our, mainly where our podcast is. Um, I did get us up on Apple Podcasts now as well. Nice. So we're on Apple. Google Podcasts is unfortunately going away. Google's getting rid of it. Um, but you can definitely find us on Apple and Spotify. Uh, and then we have our YouTube videos. And then we'll maybe do some more of these videos. And we're on Instagram, Facebook. And we do have an email, which is... Turnpike Brothers, just one word. S at the end of brothers. So Turnpike Brothers. Brothers. Um, at gmail.com. So email us and some questions, just like we got Steph's question. It was a great question. And we want more of that. So some ideas you might have for us to do. You want to hear us review something, you know? Yeah, we we have to come up with all these ideas, and it's a lot to come up with different things to do. So yeah. <laughs> some suggestions of what you would want us two ramblers to talk about would be, would be helpful. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Dan, I guess till next time. All right. Let's see. See you guys soon. Season dose. Bye.